we are on the precipice of one of the greatest few days in jujitsu. Everything. It's a permeation. The ADCC games are as close as we get to God in this lovely B-League sport of the MMA world we call jiu-jitsu and grappling, which means it's time for Verbal Tap, the show that proves fighting way easier from outside the cage. With me, of course, Raf Esparza. Raf, how are you? Good. Are we hosting the grappling hour now? What's happening? No, no, no. Oh, okay. But it's time to get the word out. We're not oh, going to... Okay. Look, I'm moving forward. I'm not going to deal with all this UFC bullshit. I did a small <laughs> calculation of how what you would have to spend on the fights per mm-hmm. se in a year mm-hmm. it is north of two thousand dollars yes. that doesn't that doesn't even remotely get into what you're watching and how long it's a lot of money this is a lot of stuff so it's always great when you're reminded of the simple things in life before mm-hmm. they become the yankees outfielder they're just a triple a person traveling before they become the athlete we see on the grandest stage they're just a hard-working youngster and that's what we will see at adcc this weekend in addition to them fighting some of the giants in the sport this is huge absolutely you're covering it for days i think right yeah. you're doing the whole hostage of the account <laughs> i won't get off this you're gonna have to drag me off this you're gonna need a fucking wrecking ball i'm not going <laughs> I'm so glad that you really boiled down the essence of what I do. To, you can't take me off air. I'm going to keep going. I will fire you, and I'll fire the air, <laughs> do you and I'll know, go Kevin? on other air. Do you know how many people have messaged me in the past maybe two days and said, I'm sorry, how long are you on air for? And I know what they're really asking, especially if I've asked them to come on, you included, where I say, hey, would you – be up for making uh, some appearances now when i say that i'm a rational person that says i don't expect you to be there the whole time what i don't expect is when they return to me and go right right i get that yeah i'll come for like an hour but you're gonna be on the whole time and i'm like yeah and they go oh oh that sounds really it's not a smart choice but you know it's one that i do all the time I'm kind of used to it at this point. And what people don't understand is this is my sport. This is this is what I do. I, I get on. I talk to people. I make it usually entertaining. Definitely more entertaining than it's going to be this weekend. You know what I'm saying? So I'm excited about that, Kevin. So, yeah, it's going to be, what, 16 hours worth of coverage. They've already figured out the days. And I got to tell you, on the poster that they put up, you know, I pay very close attention to these things. So one of the things I saw is they said, hey, when does the start time happen? Now, normally when I look at the start times, I say, hey, guys, generally this is when I'll go on air. So they changed the start times. They suddenly moved from noon on Sunday to 9 p.m. Oh, I'm sorry. Just kidding. 11 a.m. Except one thing kevin it's 11 a.m now to 9 p.m when it was 12 to 9 p.m it was kind of crazy now it's super crazy and i did put up this post that said listen you bitches if this is a i show up at 11 i'm watching the goddamn pre-show i'm gonna be furious if you say 11 started at 11 
I better Do see not put on Keenan that. glistening at 11.05. That's what I better see. Mm-hmm. And if we're being honest, Kev, Keenan's not in it. So Metaphorically, Raph, I'm yeah, just yeah, saying, okay, like, okay. I'm trying to, like, vamp. <laughs> I, <laughs> I better see Gordon's stupid beard there we go. at 11.04. Is Santa Claus beard? Craig Jones better have unveiled whatever moronic cat print he has strapped to his genitals for this event by 1120. But you do realize that that one hour difference that they put up on the poster made a huge difference to maybe nobody else but me. Because when I looked at it, I go, mm hmm. Mm hmm. If I don't say. That Russian guy, Pablo something, makes me feel good about my body shape. By noon, I'm going to be pissed. So let's talk about this, though, Kevin. When I put up that little post about the poster, my wife noticed something that even I didn't, which is the way that they put the poster up is I was complaining that it went from 12 to 11. But on the poster, it said 11 p.m. was the start time and 9 p.m. was the finish time. And my wife goes... Starting at 11 p.m. and finishing at 9 p.m., kind of sus. And I laughed because I didn't even pick that up. I was complaining that they moved it up an hour. I didn't even notice that they didn't put in the right a.m. or p.m. mark on that thing. And I thought, man, is that how tired I am? I'm just like not even proofreading their bullshit. I just take it at length and go, yeah, sure. All right, fuck you guys. An hour? Oh, fuck you. You better start this thing. Because I swear to God, Kevin... You remember this from the Felipe Pena Gordon bullshit where everybody's like, what time does this start? And we couldn't figure it out. And then when we showed up, they're like, hey, welcome to the pre-show. And it's like, no, you told us to be here at a time. Start now. I don't want to hear that. You know what happens during the pre-show? During the pre-part of the show, the show before you told us when to be here. Dicks. Oh, I should mention this. You guys should go to grapplinghour.com. You should sign up for the raffle. Raffle. Use free entry special code dicks no, <laughs> don't, there's no there's I'm, no special i'm sorry code I'm, no, it was my bad I, I was a... <laughs> the last thing there is one part where they can write in a message by the way kevin which is what do you predict will happen at adcc like the wildest prediction you have i know for sure now somebody's just gonna write in the message dicks thanks um but yes you guys can enter it's free entry you get assigned a pokemon if your athlete wins you win limited to one per person that's it Kevin's entered and he didn't even enter because I have to legally put him in it. So I'm, I'm trying to give him the worst seed possible. I am ready for a recovery and we're going to have to talk how I'm supposed to see what people are uh, wearing and doing. Or being a <laughs> yeah, I know. We do have to talk about that. Uh, uh, it is. It is going to be a resources wise. So <laughs> no, I'm not going to come on and just like randomly. <laughs> My comedy, I'm just not that creative. I need to see something to be something. And I know I would have failed a few 80s movies with that attitude. <laughs> and I'm not proud of it. Raph, mm. of the people fighting at ADCC, no, we're not going to talk Nick Diaz, you fuck faces. <laughs> I know you're like, are you kidding me? UFC 170, 279 happens. We are in upheaval because nothing's real and nothing matters. If you're a conspiracy theorist, this was a tough weekend to Ooh, follow. Yeah, it was just like, oh, well, hold on. This is what I've been saying. Well, I don't like seeing it. This is unsettling. 
No one's fighting anyone. No one's real. And yet I'm I leave the weekend unsatisfied. Fuck off. We'll get to it. Rap, mm-hmm. who are you most excited about? You're more in tune as anyone to the grappling world. Yes. Who are you most excited about? Who should Mika, we keep an eye on? I'm not going to gamble on this. That's not what this is about. I no, haven't been able to don't. find lines. Because we know who make the gambling odds, and it's not smart. It's usually really dumb. Uh, I'm excited for Mika Galvo. I think this kid has a lot of heat on him. I'm excited for Cole Abate. I'm excited for all of 66KG. All of it. I'm excited about the possibility of JT Torres becoming a three-time, three-time, three-time world champ. Tough uphill battle, but he is arguably really, really good. It'll be interesting to see Gary drop down to 66K. Somewhere down the line, Gordon and Galvo, wherever. I think a lot of people are very weird about this because I think common folk are saying, like, are you excited for that match? And I go, it feels like we've done it already. And I think that's what happened when the slap happened. So now we're just getting the aftermath of that. So, yeah, sure. Okay, whatever. I'm excited about even seeing Keith Kikorian come back and do his thing. He's qualified again for it. Um, He's so good. I said that's my favorite. Just mm. as a, I've got a Keith Kikorian. He looks so grown up. I know. He just looks a few tattoos and problematic <laughs> Instagram posts away from really coming into his jujitsu adulthood. What a man he's become. Oh, I'd like to point this out, too. We have sent another person from our fight companion. We have this thing, Kevin, where when people come on our fight companions, they end up getting invited on the actual telecast. Years before, it was... Keith Kikorian, who was our previous bracket boy, who kept everybody updated on the raffle. The year after that, it was also John Evans, who went from lowly fight companion status to becoming a broadcaster on it. Looks like Jake Watson is going to be part of the team. And not only Jake, but Kev, they actually got Big J and Brandon. Here's what I have to say about this. I know you might be more inclined to listen to them because they are beloved. Brandon and Big J, pretty good at commentary. I will add this caveat. You know it's still going to be kind of boring, right? Like, we love them, but they got to, like, play it straight because fun isn't allowed on these things. So watch us instead. And I've already texted them as much. I said, I love you guys. Very happy for you. I won't be watching you. And they said, we know. And I said, all right, have a good job. Bye. It's broadcast fight time. Yep. And Raph's the mayor. <laughs> he's he's going to put you in the Shemev triangle. Dars, choke of the podcast. I always struggle, yeah. Raph, when I see uh, it. I always like, uh, which one was the triangle? <laughs> I'm excited about it, regardless of that I have that moment of, we've been doing this. A long time. For a bit. If Nate Diaz shows up at ADCC, I'll lose my shit. He might, dude. He might be so high. What if that's what he meant? Mm. What if he meant in that post-fight interview, yeah, I'm fast-forwarding. After Mm -hmm. he guillotined, barely won the fight versus Tony (laughs) Ferguson. What a whirlwind. We'll get to it all, but. What if he means he's headed to ADCC? Wouldn't that be badass? 
you ever get so high you just accidentally ended up at ADCC? Oh, I'm put you on mute, you stupid bitch. Uh, uh, you uh, selfish bastard. You're going is, to mute for all wait, of your sins I'm bringing that, on. I don't give a shit what you have to say. I'm bringing on the man, the myth, the legend, the 209. I think those are the right digits. Prideal son, Nate Diaz. Nate, how you doing this evening? Hold up. <laughs> Wait, we are we are help me every day. Hey, Nate Diaz, the yeah, big yeah. winner, the able to make weight, teach people about veggies, and confuse us about what you're doing next. How are you? Yeah, yeah, um, you know. I think I proved this week that I am a bastion of fucking professionalism. Like, how often is it that you see a press conference and go, yo, Nate Diaz is actually the most professional motherfucker out there? It is not often that that happens. Actually, I this occurred to me. You were so well-behaved compared to I was in a good weekend. mood, dog. <laughs> you know what was really great is before I got on stage, um, they had a camera on me. And I saw this footage of me a little bit later. And I was over the side and I was going to walk out and be like, what's up, bitches? And then somebody like yelled out, they're like, Nate, you're not high enough. And I was like, oh, yeah, bitch, let's get fucking high. So I got some weed <laughs> and I did my thing. And then I walked up on stage. And guess what? When I was on stage, I smoked some more weed because what are you going to do to me, bitch? Nothing. Not me. That's good. Yes. And too. this, you know, who also tough... didn't do anything to me, Kev? Who? Chimav, <laughs> whatever the fuck that motherfucker's name. I he couldn't even not. pronounce it. A few too many trips to the buffet, it appears. You're so, headed to Vegas. You know, you see the signs. You got nothing but uh, all these breakfast places. It's so tough. Let me, let me let me respond to something real quick. Chimav, or Chimney, I don't know what his name is. No one does. You're good. He went on after this bitch missed weight. He went out and he started telling me in significantly missed weight. Yeah, by eight pounds. A lot of weight. Okay, so this bitch has the nerve when I don't accept the fight because I said, hey, bitch, you didn't fucking make weight. Fuck you. This bitch had the nerve to try and say, like, I thought Nate Diaz was gangster. And that's what gangsters do, question mark? Bitch, I was getting money because he said, I must only be about the money. Uh, is that a real gangster? What gangster films you watching? Every single one of them involves get your money. OK, so like, I don't know what he's fucking talking about. Second of all, bitch, you miss weight, not me. So it looks like you're running from me. Fact. <laughs> then I have to show up and he's like. Oh, I won this fight. And it's like, yeah, it's fine. You won. It was boring. You're a bitch. You're a pussy. Um, fuck you. Um, I just realized I only know like four words. So like, hold you're, on. No, you're crushing um, it. Where are you headed to? Because I was bitch. told I have you for 46 more seconds. Oh, okay. And I missed yeah, most I got... of it giving your intro. Where are you going? Oh, you know, okay. So... Nice new PR person, by the way. Compliments yeah, thanks, to the whole thanks, brand. I, I don't know how it's, you know. Real okay, you want me to give you the exclusive as to where I'm going? Yes. I, uh, again, I talk through most of it. It's a real problem. Okay. I'm going to a place 
where I'm going to do some new shit. Okay. Facts. Well, I'll put that in the hopper. Ladies and gentlemen, the champion of some things. Wait, is this the last time I come on this show, too? Because they said it was the last time I was ever going to be on UFC. I'm not, wait, I'm not banned from the show now, too? No, we haven't been paying you. Oh. This has all been just fun. You're good. Oh, well, then fuck y'all. Hold on. I'm still in a good mood, so I love you guys. Yes, during my last press conference, did I take, like, 10 seconds out of there to, like, roast Mark Ramondi for no reason? Yes. Because that was fucking funny. I just did that shit. Um, let me see. I just want to say it's been a pleasure to be on the show. And I'm new. I've turned over a new leaf. So I am speaking as a grown-up. Thank you for having me. It has been a pleasure. Extend ham for handshake. Uh, ah, his middle finger. Fuck you, bitch. <laughs> I just can't. I love you. I'm like happy and well adjusted now. Probably gonna fight a Paul brother or something in like five months. Anyway, y'all bitches are great. Come fight real fighting MMA, real ninja shit, bitch. Ooh, ladies and gentlemen, Diaz, the guy who took a break during the fight, which I have not seen in a bit. Did you? think he was doing a ballerina stretch because that's what I thought he was doing. Look, I get it. I have moments <laughs> where I'm trying to get this back loose and it's like I need to stretch these gams. <laughs> They're tight. The big concern for us here on this show. Are these gams a tight little too gams. tight? gams. <laughs> Tune in to Raph and I's next project. We have no fun <laughs> As you can imagine. You know, every every once in a while, Kevin comes up with something that I go, if we were on SNL, that would have been one of our recurring bits as a duo. Welcome back to Tight Gams. Where we're going to dance the night away. And our husband's disappointment. Grab your shit, ladies. (laughs) It's essentially our version of leg up that Molly Shannon and Sherry O'Terry used to do. So all you kids, that's a deep pull letting you know. 95 season. They're not ready. We, we can look back fondly on that cast. They ended up okay. <laughs> they did actually end up okay. That, that's not the point. This, I don't know exactly how we're supposed to cover these fights. No, yeah. I, I would like points for being right from Jump Street, by the way. Okay. Did any of the fights happen that we were promised? <laughs> wow, you waited. So we were like 20 minutes. Oh, it feels so good to cash this card, though. I'm sliding my take across the table. (laughs) And I'm reminding you that the date on it is from early (laughs) August. And I'm going to ask you to read the take for the record. (laughs) So it's in the official category. I told you this fucking fight wasn't going to happen. Okay, okay, hold on. No one was surprised. You know, they weren't surprised enough, Raph. They need to take some surprise acting lessons. Hold on, Kevin. When you thought that this fight wasn't going to happen, be honest. Didn't you think it was going to be the other way around? That Nate Diaz would come in too skinny? No, Nate Diaz would have found some reason, whether it's (laughs) contract negotiations. uh, We didn't catch the flight, use his brother's playbook. It's like I, I got too stoned to get to the uh, for, just Airlines. forgot. That's my favorite excuse, by the way, straight from anybody. Forgot. Just straight forgot. Oops. I actually had a student, uh, Raphael, <laughs> miss like five, six weeks of assignments. 
and sends me the email. It's like, I was sick. I was like, cool. Send me the proof. It's like, I'm trying. It just won't send. <laughs> it's like, is that, that's the big thing you thought of while we were away? It's not okay. a good excuse. Counterpoint. At one point, I was that student, Kevin. So I do sympathize with him. Uh, but you know what I did when I was a student that I'm very proud of? If a teacher ever called me on my bullshit, I didn't double down on the lie. I at least went, yeah, you're right. No, you, you got me. I'm a flaw. You caught one. me. I'm not ready to take <laughs> this that far. Yeah. I once had a teacher, because I didn't show up to a bunch of classes, literally escort me out when I was coming to take the final and just shook her head, no, no. And I didn't fight with her on it. I could have. I talked to many people who are like, um, she legally can't do that. And I was like, ah, but you know what? I just felt like she was right. And they're like, but you could have really done bad shit to her. And I go, yeah, I guess that's what being a former Catholic does. It really fucks you up in the head. makes you feel like it's your fault. But um, I will say, you know what's interesting about this card? Because I'm looking at the results just on paper here. Can you count the amount of catch weights are, uh, that are on this one? Should this be with its subtitle UFC 279? We catch did weight. our best. <laughs> yeah. I, okay. Catch weight's good. Yeah. Should have been UFC 279. Light UFC. Because, <laughs> mind you, you and I, we definitely did a late show last week where we could integrate a lot of the batshit crazy that was happening. And then the weight missing happens and everybody just gets switched around in the main card and for the better because the original card was not super exciting nate diaz potentially getting old yellered by uh shimev would have been sad to see and that's probably what would have happened i think we all know that however he wins nate diaz wins Chimev wins, even though he came in fat and tried to have some really shitty excuses. Daniel Rodriguez wins, although kind of, I mean, it depends on who you ask. Li Zhang Liang bought a new suit that he didn't even get to wear, and the whole world fell even more in love with him. He won. Kevin Holland didn't win the fight, actually lost it pretty rough, but wins and i have to give him credit because he apparently made sure that when his former opponent daniel rodriguez was in limbo having to get a, a new opponent and they were kind of giving him lee jing liang kevin holland was like hey i'm gonna take care of you and d-rod told Ariel hawani like hey man he actually was a stand-up guy he made sure i got paid more this also brings up an interesting point and i'm gonna get to my also who won tony ferguson won and he didn't fight well and yes him Versus Diaz was like two Tios fighting at a Mexican birthday party. It was not a good fight, but it's a much better fight for both of them. Here's what I was going to bring up. Kev, there's kind of this weird ass rumor when everybody took a fight, whether it was somebody came in fat because there were a few people who did or things got switched around where some of the fighters alluded to the fact that they did not get paid extra. Nate Diaz didn't. Nate Diaz said, in response to a question, how much more did you get paid when things got switched around? Just jokingly and coyly said, I stopped counting. Great answer, by the way. 
But some of the other people on the lower parts of the card and elsewhere alluded to the fact that they didn't get extra money. Which begs the question, what the fuck? Brutal. They have a long-standing history of just stiffing their athletes. Despite the previously mentioned statistics that it requires north of two grand to watch this sport a year if you're casually following. Also, we should point this out, though, Kevin. It costs me nothing to watch the NFL by oh, comparison. That's true. That's just true. as a small moment of, <laughs> hey, what does it take? Look, okay, I guess y- you could argue there is a fee per month. But the NFL is pretty available to go watch at bars and places and restaurants. UFC can we also anymore. she gone? Can we also get a comparison on the cost that the uh, Cletus, the fight robot, makes versus an actual fighter? I actually am curious about that. I think it's a pretty big amount uh, discrepancy. Pro, we Cletus. have some things to talk about. Yes, Rob. please, Nate Diaz wins mm-hmm. he was supposed to fight kazmat kazmat mm-hmm. wins forcefully against kevin holland yes and then d rod wins ish yes it, we, i guess ish split decision yeah i don't feel great about it either it kept me from getting up to that that eight number because i believe i took jing in the redraft <laughs> yes and we love d-rod so this is no slight on him it was a close fight a lot of people felt that lee won that one but go on it was a split decision yeah great night of fights but i don't know how many people were able to just because of the transition that went from kazmat diaz and i'm curious mm. I want to park on it for 30 seconds because MMA fans, and I I mean three minutes, podcast 30 seconds. Mm -hmm. MMA fans are conspiratorialist Mm -hmm. by nature. Mm -hmm. This feels a little too fluid to me. How do they get six fighters to rearrange their schedule in 24 hours for no fucking reason? And I ask you... Is this the UFC saying no one's bought this? What can we do? Uh, Okay. So if Dana White heard you talking, he would immediately say, yo, shut the fuck up, Brandon Schaub or Pat Militich. I'm not sure who if it's Pat Militich. I apologize. But fuck you, Brandon Schaub. There's a conspiracy. And of course, who's peddling it? Brandon Schaub. That. The UFC encouraged Kamsmat to not actually make weight. He so really looked confident, didn't he? When he missed weight, he just looked like, <laughs> oops, blow me. And I don't have that attitude a lot when I'm wrong. <laughs> I feel like his look is the actual look Britney Spears should have had when she said, oops, I did it again. I feel another el- element here, Kevin, which is. Mission accomplished banners falling yeah. behind him on the USS Nemitz. Yeah. But but if the UFC was really trying to paint a picture here, they even enlisted Joe Rogan, who's never really partial when he does these interviews, at least post-interviews. We're talking about post-interviews, not his podcast. He's quite biased on that. But in the post-Octagon speech with Chimev, when he's like, hey, you know, you didn't make weight and everybody's looking at you for a title – what do you have to say about that? And he's like, I don't care or give shit about weed. 
I do it I want. And Joe Rogan normally would stop here but goes, yeah, but you kind of have to make weight. Yeah, and he didn't drop it, and I was actually surprised because I'd never really seen that out of Joe, or at least especially in those post-octies. That's normally mm-hmm. his nicest refractory period place. Mm-hmm. He's normally like, you know, <laughs> what do you want to talk about? <laughs> but the fact that he looked at him and was kind of chiding him and goes, "Well, you didn't make weight. Mm, does not matter to me. I smash everyone and everybody. Cool story, but you can't smash for a title." No, I take title. I take everything. We were weirdly discussing how Kamsmat's voice goes up for no reason. Like he, whenever he's trying to say gangster, it just always goes up weird with an accent mark. But yeah, I, 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 it's confusing. I don't know what to do here. Confounding things. DC saying that El Kukui, aka Tony Ferguson, is a shell of his former self. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. But, you know, it's weird that DC does all these hot takes and then maybe about a, a week later goes, I don't know why people are so mean to me. And it's like, well, do you know that you're on the press side? Like the actual machine side of it all? People kind of get feelings about what you say. It's not so easy to do what we do. Sometimes people get really mad and for no reason. So, yeah, I think he's finding that out. However, he's not totally unfounded about the Tony remark. I feel like Tony is in that same level of Nate, which is why it made it a fun fight, which is we like you guys. You're definitely OGs. We've definitely seen you in very exciting fights before, so that's not in question. And you paved the way for a number of people. Think about this, though, Kevin. Outside of Conor McGregor and maybe a couple other people, Nate Diaz has one of the highest pay-per-view buys. So losing him, it is a thing. And him and Connor did turn the page on a number of things. Even if people want to go back and criticize those fights and say they're shit, they could be, but they were fun at the time. And it did usher in an exciting time for the UFC at when it was arguably becoming at a new peak for its golden era. So, yeah, it's going to be weird. And the weirdest drop-in that was not made clear in the post-press for Nate in this regard, Kevin, is the fact that <laughs> when they said, wait, are you coming back? Because you said you got to go off and do some other things and then you're going to be a UFC champion, to which I said at our viewing party, bro, you barely won this one. How the fuck are you going to come back and be champion? Uh, but he was like, um, I'm going to do some stuff. I know, you know, maybe I'll come back. Dana, is he coming back? You know, we love that kid. Yeah. He could, he could do whatever he wants, but, um, you know, we wish him well in the twilight of his years. I think that's code for he's not, but mm, okay. So everybody's not on the same page on this one. He might come back. He is coming back. He's not. Based on talent? Not. Maybe. Okay, we're all unclear. Sounds good. Clip to him just riding one of those adult, really cool go-karts that looks a little... <laughs> race car yeah my best life (laughs) (laughs) the rest of these fights have not gotten a ton of attention the after antics of kazmat challenging Mm -hmm. multiple people Mm -hmm. we've got the d-rod we've got aldana winning via tko ref where do you want to go next with these these cards because you know good night of fights in general yeah, yeah, I was pleased. We did our fight companion over at uh, Milton's. It was good reps to get ready for this week's ADCC. 
Uh, Rosa looked awesome. 30-27s all around. Uh, Chris Bennett, or Barnett, sorry, uh, made some history by making, not making weight in the heavyweight division. Actually, coming in too fat for the big boy division, which is an interesting thing to do. Uh, Still very exciting in his fight. Props to him. And elsewhere, it was just kind of some decisions, but uh, not a bad night for fights, just in terms of what I was getting to watch. So I, I was pleased. I feel like I should have won that. Barnett well, just, he, he fucked him up and was like, hey, hold on, too fat. <laughs> no? I did. So I was first pretty mad about it. And then my buddy, Big Kev, from uh, Milton's gym, he pointed out something after that fight, which is that man can weigh in at whatever weight he wants to. And I thought maybe Kevin was just being biased because he's a heavyweight. And I was like, mm, that just seems like heavyweights can do whatever they want. But then it was a good fight and he's super entertaining and he front flips into a sitting position. And you think, yeah, maybe he's right on that one. Mm, hard to say. So there's that, Kevin. So as we circle to some results for our good friend Jimmy House, who unfortunately is not able to make it tonight, but we wish him well. Is this. Kev, you have most of the results, but as you recall, they switched some things around, right? Yes. So I have three picks that go into the final tally for your I opponent. I have mine, so I yes. didn't know that. Yeah. Okay. So from that, what do you see? I have two of three. Okay. No, but I mean like all together, like how many did you get correct? Seven. Okay, so you got seven with the new picks that you got included. Okay. What did your opponent have before the three picks? Five. Okay. Do you want to know what he picked? Kind of, but this whole fight is under complete garbage protest. This wasn't fun to gamble on as multiple of my fights were returned the Mm -hmm. night before because they Mm -hmm. could not be returned. As they broke them up, mm-hmm. and some of us place gambling, you know, before the anyway. Go ahead. I, I'm just wondering. I asked you a question if you wanted to hear them, and it was kind of muddled, so I'm yes. not. Yes. Yes. Okay. Uh, do you think he won? Because with the five, there's the potential it could be eight. I think Diaz and Kazmet were pretty clear. And he did have Rodriguez, <laughs> so I do think he would have pulled the trigger on that. I can't believe. I can't imagine he would have picked anyone other than Kazmat or Diaz in their respective matches. They were handpicked for them. So you think you tied him? I think he won. Uh-oh. Okay. It's a good instinct. His three picks, Kevin. And add these to the tally. And uh, this is an exciting form of radio television. Nobody knows. This is not exciting. What these, it is exciting. It's we exciting took a whole to prediction episode and they were like, Go fuck yourselves. We did it <laughs> late in the week. I mean, we did do it late in the week. We tried to be nice. <sighs> fuck. Kev, here are his picks. Number one, he had Jing Liang. Oh, he flip-flopped. Mm-hmm. Well, I would like to say on his behalf, we got fucked on that. <laughs> okay, okay. Number two, he had Chimiev. 
Okay. Okay. So does it kind of all come down to this? <laughs> it does if... come down. We are tied currently. No, okay. no, 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 no. I'm you're up ahead, one. Right? Yeah, this would be for the tie or loss. Okay. You feeling confident? I'm feeling good because at the very least he has the chicken <laughs> shit win. Kev? Yeah. He picked Ferguson. You stupid bitch. <laughs> you stupid bastard. How do they let you drive? <laughs> do people think that's not a good idea? We see his clothes. This isn't a good choice. Escalating behavior, and all of a sudden, we're letting him grocery shop with everyone when he can't even pick Nate Diaz. Feels good, Ralph. But you have to admit, you were kind of nervous, right? Because you thought, who would pick against Nate Diaz? Surely not one of the strongest men who have been on this show. I am very surprised to hear some of the choices he's made here. This is shocking to me that he went (laughs) against Mm D-Rod, whom he had originally picked. I was like, oh, that was my deciding factor. Because to me, it was so clear Diaz and Kismet were going to win. I'm going to give a wild theory here because Brandon Schaub has inspired us. Never let that part be clipped, by the way. Take that part out of future broadcasts. Um, Maybe, because the way I wrote it to him was, I said, one person versus another person. And I did the names before and after, you know, a normal thing to do. But maybe he just sped read what I was sending him and thought it was Nate Diaz versus Plessy versus Ferguson mm-hmm. and was like, man, Plessy versus Ferguson. That's a That's a good one. Like, I got to got to give it up for that one and then got confused. Maybe that's the Ferguson he thought he was doing. Maybe it's like you don't go against Ferguson, the geographic region. Uh, I don't know. Or maybe he just. Uh, fuck, Maybe he dude, started reading know, American Lion, the story of Andrew. We don't Johnson. We don't know presidentially. We just know he's a loser yeah. that came and on the show and got his ass kicked. Can I tell you? Of all reasons, we would have loved to have had him back this week. Schedule conflicts. Very sorry. We love him. It's fine. That was the question I had for him. Like Love's I wanted to do the strong. reveal and then immediately I'll go t- into what the fuck that. were you thinking picking Ferguson? Because there might have been some logic there. There might have been some loyalty. There may have been the fact that he thought, I don't know, he seems like he can pull it together. But in my brain, it's just Nate Diaz, as bad as he's been in recent fights, still manages to win. When it counts. When it really counts. Not like the other times where, you know, him versus Masvidal, that didn't count. That was for a fake belt. But I wanted to hear that answer. So I don't know. You guys can tell us on the Internet. You can tell me you can chime in over at Verbal Tapcast, or you can tell me during this weekend's ADCC broadcast because I'm going to be on air for close to 16 hours. And if you've seen me on air for that long of a time, you know, it does get like the Jerry Lewis telethon toward the end. I look soft. I'm a little exhausted. My voice wavers a little bit. And then every fresh person that makes a cameo for about five to ten minutes looks like a million bucks compared to me. So, stuff to consider. Um, but I think th- them's the big notes. Like, do you have any other notes from UFC 279? Because 
it was pretty monumental in the fact that they did pull together an event at the last minute. And I do, I do feel it's pretty rare and I would have never seen a card come together like this. I think on a number of other cards, but it, it did. And it was better, arguably better. Very rare. So rare. You would question what is happening a little bit here. So I'm yep. uh, nothing else of note. I just thought it was too well done from a moving mm, fight perspective. I was well. a little disappointed in it because it just felt like such a build-up to does Nate Diaz have it to, well, we sent him out with a nice little salvio, and yeah. I'm, I'm not sure I felt the resolution I wanted. I'll just, I'll, I'll say it. Mm. Raph, I can't wait to watch what happens this weekend. I can't wait to bicker with you about it and bother you while you're holding America hostage in the grappling community <laughs> no. with a, I will not go off air. I will turn this car around before I go off air, which means you're the man now, dog. Thank you. You're welcome. That'll do it for us tonight here at Verbal Tap. I'm Kevin. Thanks for listening. Good night. And you're the man now, dog. <laughs> <laughs> the number you have dialed has been changed. The new number is... Please note, the new number is...